Hello everyone and welcome to our CSUSM Anthropological Podcast. My name is Danielle Lachusa and I am a fourth year anthropology major here at Cal State San Marcos. And I am Solstice Omizonda, a third year anthropology major at CSUSM. And today we're going to be discussing American anthropologist Louise Lamphere and her contributions to feminist anthropology. So in order to properly talk about Ms. Lamphere's work and contributions to anthropology, we thought it would be beneficial to briefly go over what exactly anthropology is. And the most simplest definition we have is the study of human beings. Right. Um, anthropology is also the study of and desire for understanding human behavior and its diversity, both in the past and in the present. Uh, Thomas Erickson remarked in his 2017 book, Why Anthropology, that Anthropology is sometimes described as the art of making the familiar exotic and the exotic familiar. Oh, that's an interesting definition. Um, now, anthropology, there are several different fields of study, and these include archaeology, bioanthropology, linguistic anthropology, and sociocultural anthropology. And a, a plethora of other subfields exist within these four fields of anthropology, and the one that we are going to be focusing on today is feminist anthropology. Now, feminist anthropology uh, seeks to reduce male biases in anthropology and anthropological research and its findings, as well as challenge feminist theories that were mostly developed in Europe and America. Um, this especially affects uh, anthropological hiring practices and scholarly production of this knowledge. Um, you know, it wasn't even until the 1970s that feminist anthropology was formally recognized as a subdiscipline of anthropology. Wow. Well, what I find interesting about feminist anthropology is that it works to increase representation and reconstruct how female representation is executed, as noted by Lynn, Walker, Lynn Walter in her work, Feminist Anthropology. Anthropology has a history of only amplifying the voices of heterosexual, white, cisgender men who only seem to study themselves. Their studies were also tainted with auras of superiority or skewed views on gender and power structures. Feminist anthropology works to dismantle a lot of these limitations and discrepancies and steps away from essentialism and gender stereotypes, which are non-inclusive and limiting. Right. And that leads us to our topic of discussion today with anthropologist Louise Lamphere, who is well known for her vigorous work in the field of feminist anthropology. Uh, much of her work was crucial for pioneering and implementing a female perspective into the field. And for those of you who don't know, Louise Lamphere is an American anthropologist whose work revolves around feminist anthropology. She received her bachelor's degree from Stanford University and her master's and doctorate from um, the University of Harvard. During the duration of her career, she's won several different awards, including the Franz Boas Award in 2013 and the Bronislav Malinowski Award in 2017. She's also published over 120 of her works. That's amazing. Um, and Ms. Lamphere is currently a professor at the University of New Mexico, where she researches ethnology, social organization, kinship theory, political economy, and urban anthropology. She conducts her studies from a female perspective and analyzes the roles they play within their societies. Oh, in researching for this podcast, I was reading um, one of Lamphere's most famous books, it's called From Working uh, Daughters to Working Mothers. And in her book, she discusses the transformation of the American society after World War II, when a lot of the wives and mothers um, started getting jobs outside of the home and working in the industrial industry. 
and this while the men were away at war. Um, what I really enjoyed about this book was how Lamsford drew upon her own experiences working in an apparel factory when she was younger. She described the tactics used by women to safeguard their pay, reduce competition between female workers, and actively described how they built relationships between women of different ethnic groups. And her analysis of factory workers also showed the interconnection of work at home and work in a factory. As a female labor force began to grow after the war, young working women soon became working mothers, and this changed the household dynamics. She also emphasized the dynamic experience of the working class women and how women use different behaviors and strategies to deal with their employment while also taking care of their families. Right. And another great work we found, too, was the uh, Feminist Anthropology Engages Social Movements from the book Mapping Feminist Anthropology in the 21st Century. And in Lamphere's essay, she discusses the relationships between feminist anthropology and various <coughs> social movements. For example, like she talks about how the women's liberation movement and the civil rights movement, um, as well as the anti-war movements of the 60s, all influenced feminist anthropology. Ken, um, in that essay, um, there's a really great quote that really explains the importance of feminist anthropology and how it coincides with other social movements. Um, it goes, we discovered that despite being mostly white middle class, our feelings of subordination and inadequacy inadequ were widely shared by others. We also were united in the belief that we could change family and social structures that created women's second class status through our academic work. We were involved not only in the protest marches and organize, organizing efforts, but also brought our new sense of the multiple, multiple meanings of women's positions into our teaching and academic writing. Nice. And I think her overall goal for this writing was really to support the idea of collaborative and participatory research between female anthropologists and to really promote the idea that the subjects of this research have a greater impact on the overall observation and analysis of the anthropological published works. Um, another piece I wanted to bring up of Lanfear's um, was entitled Public Anthropology and the Transformation of Anthropological Research. And in this piece, it comes, um, uh, she started writing during one of her most famous works for the Weaving Women's Lives, Women, Culture, and Society, and the Sunbelt Working Mothers, Reconciling Family and Factory. I really enjoyed this reading because it told her story about what it was like to become a female anthropologist and how Lamster was able to positively change the idea of what a female anthropologist is. Um, did you see in that reading too that she even sued Brown University for discrimination? Oh, yes. <laughs> the lawsuit against Brown finally shed some much needed light on the outdated thought process regarding female anthropologist that was rich in anthropo anthropological settings for decades. Did you find out more what the lawsuit was about? Yeah, in May of 1974, Louise Lamphier was denied tenure due to the nature of her work and publications. Uh, tenure meaning that she was um, not granted permanent teaching position at the university? Yes, and even though the head of the anthropology department at the time would not outright admit that she was denied tenure because of her strong work in feminist anthropology, it was highly implied. Was this around the same time that she had published um, From Working Daughters to Working Mothers? Because that publication contained a lot of feminist ideologies about women working outside the home. Yeah, exactly. 
And when Lamphere couldn't find anyone else at Brown University to aid her in this dilemma, she decided to sue. I also remember reading that during the same time, women were protesting at, Brown, at the Brown University Club. And for those of you who don't know, that's a club where the uh, male faculty members of the anthropology department would meet and discuss university topics. And a lot of the women were not allowed to attend. Right? Terrible. Um, but correct. And as Lamphere con- continued with the lawsuit, it manifested into a Title VII sex discrimination lawsuit called Lamphere versus Brown. The lawsuit ended up revealing evidence that she indeed was specifically targeted due to her feminist work, which, although is upsetting to hear, helped not only Lamphere to win her case, but also aided all other women who came before her and after her. Wow. What I found uh, truly shocking was the evidence that they used to prove the discrimination during the Brown case was actually written letters that they had found that were exchanged between the male anthropology faculty members bashing her for her feminist publications. Unbelievable. But one good thing that came out of the lawsuit was that when Lamphere started as an assistant professor at Brown, there were only 25 women faculty. And now, because of Lamphere's fight for equality, there are 227 women faculty members at Brown, 134 of which are tenured. I agree. Um, And also, as a result of the lawsuit, new procedures and monitoring committees were implemented at Brown to ensure that sex discrimination did not continue and that women were granted equal opportunities. Lamphere has stated herself that one of the most important choices of her career was deciding to sue Brown University. Lamphere's brilliant works and brave decisions have definitely cleared the path for women to succeed outside the home and make their voices heard and most importantly, having the opportunity to tell their story in their own words. Yeah, and the field of anthropology has greatly expanded to be more inclusive, varied, and ethical due to the works of Louise Lamphere and many other feminist anthropologies like, anthropologists like herself. And as two female, future female anthropologists, I think we're very grateful for Lamphere's overall work and the sacrifices she made to give us this opportunity to complete our research and study humankind from all aspects, regardless of our gender. All right, well, that is about all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Lachusa. And I'm Solstice Omuzanda, and you've been listening to a CSUSM Anthropological Theory Podcast. Mm-hmm.